Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your new dungeon masterino of cheat, uh, Blake, something, dice, John Wayne, that's right. Wow, I knew we'd get there somehow. Uh, welcome back today, or welcome to the show. I appreciate all of you guys checking it out and being with me here today. Of course, I am I'm back. If you've been listening to the the show, I you know I've been on the road the past uh, week and a half here. Though I was out of town, but now I'm back in the studio of Evil, back in Wayne Manor in the West Wing of Wayne Manor. As I am now uh, shifted from the East to the West Wing, I of course have my uh, big piping uh, bowl full of Grandpappy's medicine uh, this fine morning. Uh, feeling quite well uh, with that. I've got. I've got a nice piping hot cup of black coffee in a new, a different mug this morning. It's in my Spellman Mortuary mug. Uh, funerals, burials, and rites. Now, uh, that is from the Sabrina universe, of course. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And more on that later. Uh, I also have a nice cold, cooled on my throat, Topo Chico. Loving it. Loving everything. I am back, guys. I was out of town. All week, I was in an undisclosed location in New England, of course, visiting my very good buddy, Christopher Triana, who was on the show with me last week on this show. And as, of course, uh, hopefully most of you or all of you know, I do another show with him every week on Thursday called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne, and we had a blast. I will talk more about that, but I'm, I'm back now, and that is why, actually why I'm drinking out of my new mug here. Uh, I got this from Chris while I was up uh, visiting him. Because I drink uh, coffee, he drinks decaf, uh, you know, and I took this mug out and I was making coffee on the first morning. He's like, I just grab a mug and I took it out and I was like, oh, cool, Sabrina. And uh, it says, because that's in, in, the, in the Sabrina, the, you know, the new adventures of Sabrina, uh, the one on Netflix, they, you know, that's, that's where she and her aunts, they run the Spellman Mortuary, you know, Sabrina Spellman, that's them. And then inside, though, it's cool on the inside of the mug at the bottom is like this bloody pentagram, which is pretty rad. And I was like, cool, man, this is awesome. I didn't know you liked Sabrina. And he was like, what is that? And I was like, this is what this mug is from. And he's like, I don't know what that is. It came in a fright loot crate thing. You can have it. And I was like, awesome. So I have a very cool new mug to drink my coffee out of. Thank you, Chris. Now, before we get too far, uh, I know last uh, show last week was the first of the month of also a new year. Holy crap, 2021. We're here, but I want to give shouts out uh, at the top of the show here to all my Patreon supporters as we do every first of the month, shouting you out, appreciating all that you do f- for me. Um, if you know or do not know, I have a Patreon over patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And I have uh, a lot of cool tiers there where I give away, you know, I have stories and, and things that you get uh, depending on the level you join. But everybody gets access to the other third weekly show I do. Uh, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, uh, in which I talk to uh, other artists from around the country, uh, or uh, in certain some some uh, instances, such as this past episode, I actually did a reading from a story that I had come out in a magazine this same past week, uh, Sinister Magazine. I had a, I have a story called Happy Birthday in uh, Sinister Magazine issue number two, and actually it's uh, been been now cut. Uh, she Mercala Karnstein, uh, who runs the magazine, shouts out Mercala. She's lovely and awesome. Uh, actually, made it a part two because she wanted to put 
you know, she wanted more of it in the other magazine, so she split it to be continued. So now you have to get both issues if you want to read. But uh, I did a reading of the story on the podcast for my Patreon people. So, uh, you know, and I did it in all my voices and stuff. So it's it's pretty cool. I, I do that kind of stuff sometimes as well. But anyway, shouts out to all of my Patreon homies and homettes. I appreciate you all so much. Shouts out to Hugo Camacho, keeping it real out there. Ornisi's Press, check him out. Love you, dude. Shouts out to Jamie Gooker. I love you so much, girl. You're looking good out there, Michigan style. Keep it up. Shouts out Jessica Reeves. I love you so much. Thank you so much for all of your support. And uh, you're a bad, bad motherfucker. Cody Jacks, happy birthday to you, my friend. Your birthday was this past week. Code man, I love you so much, dude. Keep up all the good work. Nick Hogleg Poncio, I see you all the time. I'm going to noogie your face. Shannon Bradner, I love you so much. Thank you for all of your support. I very much appreciate it. Shouts out to Tim Feely. What's up, dude? Hope you're doing well. Shouts out to you. You are awesome. John Rodney, I love you, my man. You are an awesome dude for life. I appreciate you so much and all of your support. Mary Beecher, thank you so much. Shouts out to you. You rule uh, up there in Chicago, keeping it real for me. Judy Madil, my masa. Thank you, mom. I love you. Amy Torres McCoy, I love you so much. That smile, that laugh. How could I resist? How could anybody resist? You're the best. Charles Chadwick, what is up, my man? Keeping it real up there in Oregon, riding bikes, punching people in the face, fascists and whatnot. Uh, looking good. I love you, man. I can't wait to see you again. Jared Barbie, shouts out to you, my friend. Death's Head Press in the house for sure, for life. Check them out. David DeBernadites, thank you, dude, for calling into the live show. I love you so much, man. You rule. You are awesome. Huge shouts out, and I can't wait to see you in a couple uh Man, like a month, I think, I'll be in Charlotte unless we die before then, and I'll be seeing you. I can't wait. Uh, Alicia and Chris Stamps, hey, guys, thank you so much for always being there, listening to the shows and all the support. I love you guys more than you know. Uh, Dustin Hendricks, shouts out to you, my friend. Keep up the good work. Keep doing it. Oscar Garcia, you know you're a bad motherfucker. I love you, dude. Keep it up. Keep doing it be welding and and all that stuff jay wright what's up my man shouts out to you out there keeping it real i appreciate your support so much man i hope you're doing well david mccoy i thank you so much for uh always being there in my corner shouts out to you my friend and the support you rule i love you charles steel charles the animal steel funko hunter 803 aka check out my man uh on his instagram charles i love you so much dude i can't wait till we're puffing away on those goddamn bananas together uh that means smoking weed Carrie, Leal, Kamanale, my sister. Thank you so much, Carrie. Shouts out to you. Feeling fit with Carrie. Keeping me in yoga every week. Keeping me honest. I'm, I'm all stretchable now. My hips are open. I don't know what that means, but they are. So there you go. Tony Evans, Kentucky Tony, uh, you know, or or uh, Anthony, uh, Iowa Anthony. I, I don't know. Or is it Indy Anthony? That's the other word I was thinking of because he moved to Indiana. Uh, I love you, brother. I can't wait to see you, man, in Atlanta. It's going to be real. We're going to throw down. Lucas Milleron, what's up, my man? Shouts out to you, brother. Thank you for calling into the live show the other night. I uh, hope the New Year's treating you well. Thanks for sending me all those bong pictures. Please don't stop doing that. Uh, the great Brian Keene, thank you so much for your support. Always, my, my good man. I... I don't know what uh what else to say. You rule, and I, I very much appreciate it. And Rodney, the man, the myth, the legend, thank you so much for joining the, the Patreon and your, for your support. 
I very much appreciate all you guys. If you'd like to join my Patreon and get uh, the, the freebies that come out and all the things that go with your uh, tier, you can just go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Choose one of the tiers, and there's even the Dollar Beer Club. It's only a dollar a month, and you have access to the Awesome Dude for Life podcast and all of the back episodes that have been logged, in which there are over 50 now. I think about 55 or 56 Good stuff. So thank you guys for your support and your continued support, and uh, thank you all for checking it out. Now, like I said, this week I was on the road uh, in a safe manner. Uh, you know, I was already had to quarantine for Christmas leading up to uh, that holiday for 14 days while we went to see my last parents, and we wanted to be all extra, uh, you know, nice and, and um, healthy and whatnot. Uh, so then I immediately actually, like two days later left to drive to Connecticut Connecticut area yeah whatever I went to go see my brother Christopher Triana we worked out this visit where it just the timing was right and we wanted to see each other and I you know I could get away and he had the time so what the fuck I'll drive across the country and see you because I'm a maniac so that's what I did and and uh, you know all of you who you know, tune in and check out my Instagram story and saw me driving across back and forth across the country, posting all that weird, you know, times that I was getting gas and crazy areas I was in. Uh, thank you guys for following me on that. And, you know, I, we had a blast, dude. The, the drive was was pretty good. Uh, I didn't have any problems. You know, of course, it always gets long towards the end. The last, last couple hours going both ways are always like, Jesus Christ, when am I going to get to the fireworks factory? But I made it. Everything was cool, and it was a it was a great time. Uh, I mentioned the live show a couple times earlier. You know, one of the things that Chris and I did was the uh, first ever you know live podcast. Of course, that we've done together, vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. But it's actually the first one that I have done of any of my podcasts that I've done that have actually been live. Live. I think that at towards the end of a podcast uh, the never buy a stripper drink podcast we tried to do some live stuff that was over at Robbie's house shouts out Robbie but this one I set this all up by myself you know on the Twitch channel um and you know I, I in- incorporated the Corey hotline I set up my loop station my loop uh, whatever it is uh app I have so I could get all the sounds going to the right places and it was cool and it all worked out like I could play all the music we could take the live calls it was it was recording everything was great and we had a lot of fun and that video is up on our on our youtube site um as well as uh you know the uh in it the audio is in the audio feed if you subscribe to that so just if you want to check out that video it's at chris and john wayne.com k-r-i-s and john wayne.com it's embedded in there and you can go to the youtube channel and, and check out all the videos and stuff that was a lot of fun, but we also, uh, while you're there watching those videos, we did, this is something I, ha- I I always, you know, loved to do and haven't been able to do it in a while, is make, uh, you know, I like to make these funny videos, commercials promoting type things for what I'm doing. I, I've done that for years and years and years, going back over 20 years, you know, doing like when Nick P and I and uh, a couple of his other buddies did two commercials for the whiskey Fighting Cock. Um, because we thought it was funny, and uh, these are just like shot on home video, just crazy commercials. They're out there; you can see them. But I, I mean, I used to do this even before then. We would do stupid videos. Those are just happen to be the earliest ones that are on YouTube and stuff. But I really like doing that. If you've watched uh, some of my book promos that I've done in the past, book like trailers for my books that I've done that have come out in the past, like I, I, 
I like doing it. They come out pretty good, I think. So, you know, Chris and I wanted to do that, and we shot a couple videos. We shot one that was pretty much a crazy commercial for giving you all the information, when to listen to the show, and how to get there. And another one was like a wrestling promo where he was a macho man type uh, of a character, and I was an uh, ultimate warrior type character, and we, you know, switched off to interview each other. It was it was pretty funny. We had a great time. We had a great time doing the shows, and you know, if you listen to last week's episode of this show, John Man Lied to You, Chris was my guest. We just did like a you know one of those kind of cool episodes that I do every once in a while with this, with a guest on there. So, so we had a you know we had a very great time and uh but now I'm back and I'm ready and raring for um you know to get to get shit going it's a new year stuff is popping off hopefully things are gonna you know keep going well and and not get canceled on me um but you know I do have uh an event coming up this weekend right up top before I forget if you're listening to this um while it's uh you know, when it comes out on uh, on the 11th of January, 2021, um, you know, I want to say uh, I have, I'm trying to bring it up here. I'm trying to stall while I bring up the fucking information. Um, it is this week. Um, it's the 16th of January. It's, it's, it's another Houston Horror Film Festival pop-up. And it is January 16th uh, from, um, come on now. Okay, here it is. It's at the Marriott, 9100 Gulf Freeway. I believe that's the same one we were at last week, or last time. Uh, this is going to be great. Amelia Kincaid's going to be there. Uh, Ari Lehman, Dave Sheridan, Deborah Foreman, Felisa Ross, Miko Hughes, Patty Mullen, all these people. It's going to be big. It's going to be a lot bigger than the last one. It's from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. So I just want to get that shouts out to that and come see me this weekend if you know if you're able to and you're in the Houston area it's gonna be a blast I'll be there with Death's Head Press we'll be cutting up you know T-shirt Joe's gonna be there and that's gonna be a great time shouts out to you T-shirt Joe uh, I can't wait I'm excited I'm stoked to get back out there and uh, and start slinging some books and get some get some things going um, and speaking of books you know <clears throat> I did want to you know mention. Uh, here at the top, my new book is available. Bum, 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 bum. Mage of the Hellmouth. Uh, my latest book from Grindhouse Press did come out on January the 8th, which was just two days ago. Uh, so I want to thank thank everyone. Uh, thank you guys for uh, everyone who's ordered it already. Some people are already posting pictures of it. They got it in early. Uh, all the pre- uh, the limited edition pre-orders are going to be sent out in a couple weeks, guys. I, I, I just have to wait till I get them to me so that I can put all the big you know stuff together and then send them out to you so they're coming uh but uh i did send you all did get a, a digital pdf version in your in your uh email box so f- check your check your email if you haven't uh but thanks to everyone who's checked it out you know uh please uh if you haven't give give it a shot give me give me a try my new book it's out it's my ninth published book i'm very excited about it and mage of the hellmouth is um you know of course about uh this uh young man named jake and he works for a family-owned uh, ice cream making company that's been around for years and years. He gets transferred to their new facility, and things are very, very odd. His best friend disappears. Uh, his new bosses are showing up at these weird parties that he's at. Uh, he's starting to see things when he's in there, and he he realizes that all of this is connected somehow to 
a role-playing game that he played as a child, Mage of the Hellmouth. And that is where I will just leave it there. Check it out. Lots of I think it's very cool, and I'm very happy with this one. And uh, it'll be available on the website, of course, johnwayneisdead.com shop. Uh, whenever I get them in, and I'll let you know there. But for now, it's on uh, Amazon. It'll be on the Grindhouse shop page, uh, Grindhouse Press shop page, and you know, it gets on Kindle as well. But also, while I'm talking about that, it was kind of a cool week because uh, not only did not my book come out this past week, in the same week, so did uh, Christopher Triana's new book, The 13th Coyote, uh, which is the latest uh, eighth entry in the Death's Head Press Splatterpunk Western series. And then uh, a day before that, I believe it was, uh, Wes- Wesley Southard's Cruel Summer came out also from Death's Head Press. So, And we're all buddies. And all three of our books came out, new books come out in the same week. So that's pretty cool. So check them out, you know, if you haven't, uh, give those guys a read and uh, check them out. Of course, their new books are available all over the the place as well. And uh, shouts out to those guys. Shouts out to new books. Shouts out to publishing and shouts out to whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. It's great uh, to be back uh, from being on the road. I love to be on the road. You know, but it, it's always nice to return sometimes and get get some rest and uh, and recharge, which is what I'm doing because I'm I'm very much uh, very much up to to getting on the road because not only do uh, you know do I have this thing this Saturday if everything works out in February, you know, like I said, I'll be in uh, North Carolina and then from there the very next week I go to Atlanta, so it's. And then in March, I have, I think, New Jersey. All this stuff is, like, happening unless we get completely crazily shut down again. I'm I'm trying to be positive and just plan accordingly, but have backup plans and stuff ready. Who knows? I'm, I'm going to be ready, though. That's all I have to say uh, about that. And speaking of being ready, uh, I'm going to take a nice little hit of this weed pipe right now, um, my Sherlock Holmes pipe. Yep, because I'm solving those mysteries in my mind. Elementary, my dear Watson. Uh, so I think, with that being said, <coughs> move, <coughs> we move along to our uh, tarot reading of the week. I didn't get to do that last week on the on the show with Chris, but we're back in uh, back in the studio of evil, so we have access to all of our um, items and and whatnot. So as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every episode in which I first write down the things that are on my mind, things that I'm you know, kind of dealing with or thinking about over the week, and then just look at them, get try to get a fresh perspective and a different uh, angle of thought on them from the cards. So, and I also do a card of the day reading every single day on my Instagram, at John Wayne is Dead. So if you want to learn more about tarot stuff, you're into, uh, uh, you know, you're, or you're into it already, it's been a fun learning way for me uh, to get more into it, and I have a lot of fun doing it. So you can check out my card of the day readings on my Instagram story at John Wayne is dead. So what my thoughts are for today, what I wrote down. Uh, focus on continued success. That's just where I'm, I, I'm thinking like, okay, I have, you know, recognize the things that I've I've achieved success in, particularly recently or over the past amount of months, however you want to do it, year. And then I just want to make sure that I'm focused on continuing that. It's not just like a, yay, done. You know, it's how do I keep that going? You know, keep focused on that. Can continue to improve 
everything that I do so that I, I can continue to succeed. That kind of stuff. Um, planning for the new year, of course, which I just talked about with conventions. And um, I want to be better at having my inventory rolling in and out uh, and get better at that. All that kind of stuff. I, I always want to get better at that. Uh, sharpening my tools. Uh, that's not my, uh, you know, <clears throat> like my toolbox that you with uh, physical tools. I mean, all of the things that I'm drawing on kind of to that have come together, especially in the last, you know, whatever time, maybe year or so where I'm actually pulling, pulling from all the talents or skills that I've kind of honed and, and sharpening the ones that are, are serving me the best. And now I have this kind of, uh, arsenal, I guess, or, or whatnot, uh, that I'm realizing I can do this, I can do that uh, effectively, and I want to, you know, keep that keep that sharp. Make sure I'm not taking on too much or overextending myself. But you know, I I think that using all of my kind of skills are going to come into play uh, for me in in the future and for like sustaining me uh, as an artist moving forward. You know, I I I believe in that. So I believe that. So. Also, stay driven and disciplined, of course, always. Don't want to fall off on any of those. It's always good to check in and make sure you're staying on course with those things, always. So, that being said, first card I get on this fine day is Judgment. So, Judgment card. This is not a bad card. In the upright position, this is what we got. And when when you get the Judgment card, it's... Uh, it's it's kind of signifying that you've reached this we've reached a point of kind of a, an awakening if we want to say that or an aha moment maybe some people say or, or a realization um that whatever we're doing right now we're destined for more like we, there's something bigger for us we're, we've come to this realization so this is the time to go after that or or to to explore that what is this higher you know calling or what is this more that you are destined to do right now this card you know is saying this wants us like we need to tune in to that higher frequency what maybe whatever has set off this in our mind and given us this realization that you know we're not we're not we don't have to be this old version of ourselves anymore we're stepping into the this better version and we're going to figure out exactly how to do it right now so with that you know often when you do something like that, and, and as this card indicates as well, there's it involves a life-changing decision. You know, something that's going to be a big a big thing that's going to affect your day-to-day life in a way that it's going to change. You know, a lot. I I don't want to say drastically. Uh, drastically means a lot of different things to different people. But you know, when you make a decision to like we've talked about before, if you're okay, I, I'm I'm trying I'm gonna achieve mastery of, of this of my craft or, you know, this is what I'm dedicating my life to is learning this discipline or, or, or whatnot. There there's so much that has to change uh, in your life to do that. You know, you and, and you end up build you know, we talked about this as well, building the life that you want for yourself around you. Um, you know, the and sustaining that life, seeing how to sustain that. You're making yourself happy you're getting what you want and now you know how, how do we sustain that this is all of those things require a, cha- a lot of change and, and a, a, something that's going to alter your habits and your um you know your routine all of that and you might be at like a 
a crossroads with that where you're kind of like, uh, do I want to, to make this, this thing, you know, it might work. You might need to kind of think about it a little bit and don't jump into it with, you know, haste or whatever. And like, be like, yeah, whatever to take some time, especially if you're, if you have pause to, to think about, okay, how is this going to change my life? And how will I work with this? How will I arrange my life now? You know, it's something to think about. It will have long-lasting effects. But, of course, you know, we want to, you know, take time to listen to our intuition on this and and just really kind of tune into our subconscious and, and find where exactly what we we need uh, to do with this situation and how we will, will do it. So don't feel like you have to jump into this right away. You know, if we have this realization about this new thing, this new we're going to better ourselves in some way or take on this other situation in some way. It, it, it is, you know, it's big. So take some time, take, take some time with it. Um, so also with this, you know, you can look at it, it. It's a good time to start this because if you look back right now at some of your past experience, we're, we're starting to learn that, you know, we're, we're, we're learning that we are learning from these things, or we're realizing that we have been learning from these things. We've been putting these pieces, you know, together, uh, kind of almost, you know, subconsciously. And, and now we're like, oh, I have learned all of this from these things I've been through. I, I can like actively draw on this knowledge so that, you know, and I'm going to use this to help me make this change in my life that I want to, to do. So, so all of these things are kind of coming together. Now, whether, uh, you know, this is something we're truly ready for, something we've been anticipating, uh, something we're, you know, ready to jump into, it, that remains to be seen. It's just uh, with this card, you know, this is the opportunity to, to, to realize that we have something else that, you know, we can be that thing that we want. We can go for that right now. So next uh, card for me today here, the up the Ten of Cups, also in the upright position I got this. So this is a, this is a happiness card. It particularly focuses around family a lot. Um, but this is saying that within our life right now, there's a lot of love, um, is particularly in happiness within a fam- familial realm. So that doesn't have to necessarily, like, you know, that doesn't mean you're, immediate family or extended family or, you know, your family is who your family is. So if your family is your, your close group of friends, that's your family. You know, if your family is your dog and your cat and, and uh, a toaster you call Skippy, that is your family. And, you know, and that's what, it, that's where this love, this time of love and happiness is, you know, you're getting along uh, right now. Things are working that you're putting bad, you know, any kind of bad, uh, blood or, or whatever arguments, all, all kinds of uh, ill will. You're putting these kind of things behind, behind you with these people right now. And, you know, this is a time of a, a wholeness, kind of a sense of completion. We feel really aligned with, with other people in our lives. So this is a good, this is a good time, you know, to reflect on these things. Take a moment to step back, appreciate these people, appreciate, your family appreciate the connections appreciate what you've learned and you know um you know and that and that's basically comes from you know we we've created this connection by following our heart and trusting our intuition so at the base of this this goes back to keeping our intuition in line you know we we don't want to block it we don't want to 
we want to keep the flow. We, I always talk about keep the flow going, keep the flow going. The, the more that we pay attention to our intuition, the easier it is to hear it. So because, you know, this is if, if we're able to, to just trust that intuition, let it develop, it's going, if we're not at this moment right now, this, this time with our family and friends, it, this is going to lead us to that. Because in whatever way, I mean, just to throw out some examples, it may be, you know, you may intuitively, you maybe keep thinking about like, ah, if I need to do this, or I, I need to, to clear this up between myself and so-and-so, or, um, oh, I'm going to do something, you know, to help out so-and-so because of this and that, you know, those kind of things. When you trust that and go with it, it's going to bring about these strong bonds and this time of, of happiness. So, um, yeah. And so then the last card I get is reversed death. So that's death in the reversed position. Um, so why this is imp- like this card is important in, in this where this uh, reading falls is because how it relates back to the judgment card. I talk about the you know, the, the change that's going to happen, uh, you know, that that we've realized we're we're taking that next step or we're, we want to be something bigger and better and all that change that's going to happen with the death card reversed we're on the verge of that change like just like we talked about but we're resisting it and not in the way that i said that you know taking time to you know think about it you know and, and weigh the you know pros and cons and, and try to put a plan together this is not that you're this is an utter this is an outright resisting of that change. You know, you, you've thought about the, the thing, you've come to the precipice, and then all of a sudden you've realized, nope, this is not the change, and you start to convince yourself that it's, it's uh, why, why you don't need to make that change, how it's going to harm you, how it's going to interfere with your life and your opportunities and all this kind of stuff. Um, and, and one of the reasons that, you know, we, we feel like this is because our life, we're, we feel stagnant, right? We, we're stuck in limbo, and we've been kind of stuck in that. So that that's kind of what is, is those things become comfortable, right? That place, we know that. Um, and I'm speaking for myself, but I'm sure a lot of people can um, relate. And it becomes easy to stay in that little comfortable place and just say, like, no, because... I, yeah, I'm not gonna change. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm stuck here, and those changes aren't gonna do anything anyway. It's just gonna put me blah 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 blah. You're just resisting. You've already come to the realization. Think about it. Back of the judgment card, right? I said we've already realized that this is what we want, and this is what we can be. But we're letting these, you know, this fear, these old, you know, fears that we're hanging on to of failure and what, whatever, to, to hold us back. And. That's what we need to to realize. Once we start saying, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'm going to, to, to you know, take this change. You kind of surrender to it and let it happen. Like, you know, then then you start to see where things change right then. You, not, you'll start to see why it was a good reason, like a good choice that you made. The doors are going to start opening. The change, you're going to see a like an improvement in your life from this change, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that, I mean, that's where I'm going to leave it with this one. That's what I, I, I get out of putting these three cards together here. Um, so I, uh, I thought that was good. I got a lot out of that. I hope you did as well. Thank you for 
checking that out. Like I said, I always do a card of the day reading every single uh, morning on my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. So you can check that out. And uh, if you want to learn some more about all that kind of stuff. So uh, that being said, I think it's time to jump into our story portion of the show today. Um, now, this was an, this is another uh, kind of like a not a gig from hell story necessarily, but it could be it could be put up in that that kind of a t- uh, that kind of description actually. But this uh, this deals with um, you know rock and roll, the mall, hot topic, and losing your voice. Um, so uh, I think I'll call this. Uh, I lost my voice at the Hot Topic Shuffle. So, this takes place back um, over over 10 years ago, 12 years ago maybe, uh, when I was in a band called Harem Festival. I talked about that before. Shouts out James and Ryan. <clears throat> and uh, this was actually the first band that I sang in. So, typically, like, especially uh, towards the beginning of me just make, making this decision, I, you know, I always wanted to to sing in a band. You know, I, I just had played guitar in the past, but, you know, who doesn't want to be the front man, you know? Uh, uh, of course, m- you know, especially me, you know how I am. But anyway, I um, I decided, you know, we were in this band or a three-piece. We didn't really have a singer. We had just kind of started. We st- And then we, we went on actually did our first few gigs as an instrumental act because we you know we're doing kind of a lot of atmospheric stuff and and just trying to make cool interesting sounding music but one day I just kind of I think I had actually written some words to one of our songs and I came to practice uh and said you know hey guys what would you think if I gave it a shot singing some of these songs they were like yeah let's try it so you know particularly at the beginning I was not very confident in my voice I didn't have a lot of formal training no formal training I mean and uh you know I it's it's just uh it was like a lot of growing pains learning how to use that instrument learning how to breathe correctly all that kind of stuff you know so at the beginning I would be extra like cautious a lot of times where I, I mean just stupid stuff where at like I wouldn't smoke any weed before before I went to to do a gig to sing. Not even that, like, I wouldn't smoke any weed that whole day, like, leading up to it. That's how I would get into my head, because I have to make sure I don't want, I would get super paranoid that I was going to lose my voice or, or, or you know, uh, get hoarse or scratch my voice. Just, just something I would fuck up the day of that would, you know, keep me from being able to, to sing. All of that stuff. And, you know, you, I got a lot of that stuff in my head, even, where I was... I would uh, even cut back and make sure that, like, I I didn't drink, like, X amount of beers or anything or, you know, have maybe, like, two beers before we played because I didn't want it to dry, like, dry out my vocal cords. I was being, you know, insane. Like, all of these things that you probably should do, right? But I was way in my head about it. Now, shit, man, I'm smoking. I'll smoke weed on stage while we're playing. Doesn't matter. You know, you you learn. That's why I think a lot of these things become a psychosomatic type of thing, which... I, I don't now this which the story today is is kind of possibly one of those things now so like I said I'm I'm singing in Harem Festival and and then we're I'm get of course you know, getting more confident but still it's uh 
I'm also at this point, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. So I'm, I don't know exactly what kind of a, a singer I am or what kind of a lyricist, what kind of a, you know, I don't know, uh, what kind of a musician, what kind of a musical artist am I trying to be? I'm trying to find my own voice in there. And in that, you know, uh, experimenting or trying to figure it out, you know, you, you do a lot of things, you emulate a lot of your, your heroes or who you're into. So I was kind of just trying to figure it out. So that also, I think, uh, aided in my uh, insecurities toward maybe my voice or, or what I was doing at the time singing wise. So, you know, but of course I got, as I got better and, and got to realize, you know, got a lot of it out of my head. And, and then I started to find where I was good, where, where my strength was uh, vocally and started just doing that and doing those kind of songs, like in John Wayne is dead and playing country and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, okay, you know, that's where I belong and you, you figure it out. And then, you know, you go from there. The natural progression, of course. But this was before I had uh, achieved any of that. So, you know, we played a, a ton of gigs. I, 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 I really should try to sit down one day and, and think about as many crazy gigs as I can, but, you know, rather than just letting them come to me. Uh, that's what she said. But um, this, this one was interesting. So I think... I want to say, and I can't remember exactly, I, this is how I want to say we found out about this, was I think our drummer, Ryan, I believe, you know, came to practice and he said, hey, he said he was walking through the mall, the the mall that was close to where, you know, the the neighborhood where we practiced, like the, the localist mall around, I guess, to us, and he was like, you know, I was at the mall the other night, I don't know what to do and see a movie or something, and he walked by the Hot Topic, of course, we all know our favorite you know, uh, gothy store, suburban goth store, the Hot Topic. And he said there was a band playing in there. And he was like, what the fuck? What is the band playing in here? And he, you know, went in, checked it out. And he said, and he talked to someone and, you know, found out that, yeah, like they were, you know, some of the stores were trying to do this local live music Tuesday or something like that, where they would have these kind of small scale live performances of local bands in the store to bring, you know, business in or whatever, bring in more rock and roll kids, I guess. I'm not sure, but he was like, okay, who do we con? I'm in a band. We'd like, you know, we're local. We play all the, all over the place. We'd like to do this. So he gets, he gets the information. He brings it back to us at practice and stuff. And we're like, yeah, we'll play at the hot topic. Very cool. Why not? So we get the gig, right? We get it set up and we get our gig. Uh, now it is on a, it's a, you know, I think it is like was a Tuesday night or something like that. It wasn't like the weekend or anything like that. But um, I, I don't know even if that would have been better or worse. I, I'm not sure. It, it um, anyway. Before we get to it, now, like I said, I, I'm at the beginning of my singing uh, in the band, and I, I think we had a show maybe the weekend before something like that, and I. I think like I wake up if the show's on Tuesday, maybe I wake up on Monday and I my voice is like gone like I, uh, like I I can hardly even like talking hurts to push the 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 air through and uh but but here's the thing it doesn't even I say hurt I don't mean it it wasn't like I was in pain or had like a sore throat it was just like all of a sudden my voice is gone you know and then of course I get freaked out and that. I think comp that complicates it further because I get super, I got super stressed about it, you know, and I'm just tense and 
what am I going to do? I'm trying to drink tea and honey. I, I, I think I went to like one of like a, like a Whole Foods or some, some grocery store like that to get some special like throat coat thing that they had that was all like herbal and shit. All this stuff because I'm like, man, I have to sing at this thing and then blah, blah, blah. And I just have no voice, right? And I don't know why I, I, I can't bring it back. I'm not sure what's happening uh, with it. But, you know, Tuesday, a day of the show, I still have no voice. And I'm trying to, like, suck down lozenges, whatever. I'm drinking all hot stuff, hot stuff coming through. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know what else to do other than save my voice for the best I, I can. So that night, you know, like I tell the guys, you know, we, we, we try to do some stuff at, at the practice place before we move, before we go to, to the hot topic. And it's, it's, you know, we, we get like maybe through a song and a half and we stop and the guys are like, just, just save whatever of your voice you have, you know, there's no use in you blowing the rest of it out here. We'll just, make the best of it and see what we can do. So, um that that was what we did. Now fast forward to how these things work. Now it's not like you know, it's not like you you can we were going to walk into the hot topic and plug in some stuff and uh play, you know, it's a it's a if you're familiar with how those stores are, they're pretty damn small. Like the footprint that they occupy in the malls is like, pretty small space, right? And uh, they had us, like, in the window set up, right? That's where they wanted us to, to play. Like, so people walking by see us in the window, too, playing. Even though we're not facing out the window, we're facing into the store. But anyway, that's how they wanted it. But the space is so small, so small. And we just, we didn't know, like, how, how even how to, how we were going to, might like, bring a, a PA, like, even a small PA, like, it, it's, it's so small in this area. So I think what we'd actually decided to do was, I want to say I either sung through, I, I connected a, a microphone to a, a bass amp, like an old bass amp, or maybe I brought my old shitty PA that I had. I can't remember, but it was a very scaled down. If Oh, if I did that, it was like we used one speaker, one of these tall, skinny speakers that I had, and that was it. And we're so crammed together. And I, of course, have a Marshall half stack, and uh, James, a bass player, has this fuck this full stack bass rig that's, you know, it's it's a full piece. It's not even two pieces, so he could have broken it down at the time. So we had to wheel that in. And we park like, you know, behind the mall, behind the entrance. So we load down the hall to the the hot topic, and um, I still have no voice, and I, I'm freaking out. I don't know what we're gonna do. Plus, we get there, and the setup is so crazy small, and we we try to like we warm or not warm up, but do like sound check and shit, and it's so loud because it's such a small space. It's one of those that keeps, you have to, they're like, turn down, we have to keep it, turn it down, turn down. Like, don't, don't we want people to hear this, like, throughout the mall and come and see what's happening? But we had to keep turning it down and down and down. So it was, like, so low. It was uh, just utterly stressful, even more so. So I remember, like, uh, you know, there were some people that gathered. So there was a little crowd, and our friend uh, D- Danny from Downfall 2012 came out, and uh, Markeisha shouts out to them. 
they were there. And so I was like, well, we just fucking do our best. And I, I remember like, uh, I started the show just by saying like, well, we're Harem Festival. And I, but I was like, all right, we're Harem Festival. Uh, my voice sounds like this because uh, I've been out back behind the mall smoking uh, cigarettes with uh, teenagers for the past five and a half hours. So here we go. One, two. <laughs> you know, we start the song. And we play some songs, and I'm, like, forcing my voice out. But, like, at the same time, it's semi-loosening up a little bit. But not really. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can sing better than I thought I would have, but it's not It's not good. And it's it, But it's it's a – all it is is there's a voice where I was before, like, kind of like, I just – I can't – I don't know. Like, uh, like that, it was something. And so I think we did, like – you know, whatever the five or six songs we were we were there to do. The last song is like I just couldn't sing, and that was it. Now afterwards, we're packing up, we're doing our thing, and like I'm hanging out my my uh, wife at the time, I think, because they're our girlfriend at the time, and I go to talk to Danny and and Markeisha, our friends. But I'm now I'm able to kind of talk a little bit, right? And I'm like, yeah, that sucked, and I'm like ah, that happened, whatever. It's good. It was it was fun. These people were having fun, and I'm like, yeah, I guess whatever. You know, so we load out of there. We go home. Like, you know, as the night progresses, my voice is just coming back. Like, when I wake up in the morning, full back. Not even a scratch, dude. I could get up and sing like Pavarotti. You know, and uh, that's why I think it was a real mind fuck. Like, I don't doubt that I I did strain my voice a lot of times, especially in the beginning of, of singing in a band, just because, like I said, I didn't know how to do it right, you know, so I know that I, I no doubt had injured my voice in some way or have or strained it, but it just, that was just the weirdest fucking thing ever, and uh, it, it only happened one other time, also with this band, where I lost my voice to, like, I could not even whisper, like, I, there was nothing that I could get to come out of my vo- of my mouth, out of my throat, whatever, that's what she said. And we were we actually went to cancel this show, but the promoter guy was like, "Dude, you guys can't cancel. I've had so many bands cancel. I'm gonna get fucking reamed out. You guys just show up and play instrumental." And we're like, "All right," and that's what we did, you know. But I couldn't talk at all at that one. But the same thing, like I wasn't sick, I didn't have pain, I wasn't like coughing or hacking or anything like that. I just couldn't talk. And again, it cleared up like the next day or, or whatever. So I don't know, man. It's weird. I think there's a, it's a delicate balance there of making sure that you, um, you know, are singing correctly or, you know, that I needed to be doing things correctly, breathing correctly, you know, not you don't want to sing from your throat that that damages, uh, you know, your vocal cords a lot. You sing from your diaphragm, of course. And then like learning. I also used to not know how to scream at all. Like, and I, I just, I just couldn't do it. You know, like I I mentioned downfall 2012 before, like those guys could scream like they, and still do, they can scream awesome, but I could not like do a scream for some reason. And, and even when I would try, it would be just like, you know, I didn't know, I I didn't know how to do it. Um, But, you know, as I got more comfortable, like I say, and more practiced and all that kind of stuff, I, I could do it. And I actually, was more most comfortable in my voice. I say I said the John Wayne is dead stuff, but when uh, with letters to Voltron, uh, I, I was becoming very comfortable, especially like towards the end when we were doing 
you know, we became much heavier of a band and, and really proggy, but we, we had some pretty cool like vocal lines in there between Robert, Robert C, Robbie C and I. And then also I screamed a lot in that band. Like I, I did like a lot of the and growling and stuff for certain parts because that's what I wanted to create for those, ver- those parts of the song. So I just kind of learned how to do it. And I, we, then I could do it. I, I don't know. So very, very odd. I have not, I have a not, uh, like I just turned into a fucking Italian caricature uh, of my stereotype of myself. But um, I have to say, I have not lost my voice. Like I said, this is like 12, 13 years ago. I have not lost my voice since. Since. Not like uh, even like I got uh, laryngitis or, or a, a, you know, a cough or something. And I, I haven't lost my voice since then. So I don't know what it is. Maybe I formed like a such a crazy callus that, um, you know, I can't feel anything or maybe, you know, smoking all this weed helps give your voice a, like Popeye spinach or something. But, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm not the best, uh, you know, uh, Frank Sinatra out in the pack there. I'm not Johnny, I'm not Johnny Pavarotti actually, but uh, I do all right. And, and I haven't lost my voice since. So either it was like a ghost voice uh, takeaway, you know, maybe that was it. Maybe a ghost took my voice away because if I had it at the Hot Topic, it would have triggered like, you know, end of the world type things. Who knows? Who knows? But the point is, uh, I have my voice. I played in a hot topic. And, uh, okay, I guess that's two things. All right, there we go. That's a little, uh, hot topic story and a vocal story and all kinds of good stuff and rock and roll. Baby, ow, to the top. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for checking it out. I hope you uh, come back and listen to me in um, the library, Studio of Evil, every week, every Monday. Um, Also, don't forget to check out my Thursday show, uh, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. comes out every Thursday, or you can go to chrisandjohnwayne.com, k r i s uh, and johnwayne.com. Also, my new book, Major the Hellmouth, is available now. So check that out on Amazon Kindle. I will have it in the johnwayneisdead.com shop very soon. So keep checking back for that or looking for posts where you're following me at johnwayneisdead on Instagram and Twitter, of course. And uh, of course, on my in, uh, Facebook is just my name. Uh, I've got a lot of dates out there. I'm going to update the, the dates on johnwayneisdead.com um, coming up. So Stick with me there, and hopefully I will be in your city seeing you soon, hugging, holding, uh, caressing even, um, you know, either way. Even if I have to put that full bubble suit on and and go out there, I will do it uh, for you and and for me. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Check check out my Patreon if you want to support me uh, further, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You get access to another show I do every week in which I interview the artists I know from around the country. What a time, what a time. Thank you all. Have a dime. Bag.